today we talk good i'm ash and i'm esther and you are listening to well today we talk (laughs) (laughs) my name is esther and i'm ash and today we talk good Hey, that works. I like that. Okay. I like that. So this is technically the first episode since the last episode was our pilot. We're actually going to introduce ourselves this time, but we don't want to just tell you about ourselves. We're going to ask each other questions and get a little deep, get a little personal, and hopefully you can kind of learn something about us through that. Let's do some basic info, though. Mm, I feel like yeah. that's important. The, the basis. So let's get some basics out of the way. My name is Esther. I'm from El Paso. I was born there. I grew up there and in Juarez as well. I'm the oldest out of five kids. I have a double bachelor's degree in biochemistry and in biology specialization in pre-medicine. I went to WT. I like dogs and plants. (laughs) My name is Ashlyn. Um, I go by Ash. I go by Ashlyn. I go by Noel. I was raised in Germany, but I'm originally from Texas. I also went to WT. I majored in digital media communications with a minor in public relations and advertising. I am the second oldest. I only have brothers and I don't like dogs or plants. So (laughs) basic icebreaker question. What's like one weird fact about you? Oh, I do. Okay. I do have a weird thing about me. Okay. I have, I don't know what the proper definition is, but I have a phobia against ducks. You do. <laughs> I forgot about that. Do you know Quick Quack Car Wash? Yeah. They have a mascot of a duck mm-hmm. that stands outside and waves at people. Mm-hmm. It freaks me out, not because it's a duck, but because I have a weird fear of mascots. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? They, they terrify me. The other day I was at the fair in Clovis and there was a Mickey Mouse and I actually freaked out and ran away. I'm 23 years old, by the way. <laughs> okay, every time we go to a duck pond or something and I see a duck, I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> so let's get a little bit more specific. When was the last time you were embarrassed? Ooh, actually, this is pretty recent. When I started my new job. So I'm actually a microbiologist at this um, lab safety oh, laboratory. Oh, we didn't say what we did as jobs. Oh, yeah, we didn't say that, huh? Yeah, like we're actively oh, yeah. adults. Yeah. And we didn't even say that. Okay, 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 so um, I'm a microbiologist at this laboratory. Uh-huh, and I'm a brand strategist at an advertising agency. Anyways, moving on. Um, it was, it's intimidating. This new job is intimidating. I mean, like, there's so much to learn. And there was one point where I'm preparing a sample to get tested. Uh-huh. And I couldn't cut the bag. I was struggling. <laughs> I was shaking. My supervisor like kept looking at me and like it made me so nervous because I couldn't cut the freaking bag. I dropped the scissors, the scissors break apart. As I'm walking to go get the scissors, I step on the water and water just splashes everywhere. And I'm like, this oh is like my. my third day in the job. <laughs> I was at the fair in Clovis, <laughs> like I said. <laughs> and a few of us went into the fun house, like the like mirror the maze. Mm-hmm. Okay. We make it through the mirror maze, we get upstairs, and to get down, the only way to get down is either go back down the stairs and go through the mirror maze again, mm-hmm. or there's a slide. Mm-hmm. No stairs. You have to go down the slide. That's another weird fear of mine. I'm scared of slides. Really? Genuinely. And it's like, this mirror maze, like, we weren't even sure we were allowed to go in because it was for children. This slide was not tall. It was like a little spiral s- slide. But I faced my fear and I did it. Yes. But I was a little embarrassed. Like, just the act of going down a kid's slide and being like, 
I'm scared, guys. <laughs> like, it was embarrassing. Okay, so what is your current guilty pleasure? So this has always been my guilty pleasure, but recently I feel like it's even more of a guilty pleasure because there's so much, like, conspiracy, not conspiracy, mm-hmm. but whatever it's called around it. Uh, so I really, really like Ariana Grande. and with everything that's happening right now where she's like cheated on her husband and she's getting a divorce and she's sleeping with spongebob spongebob (laughs) yes the musical dude yes and i'm like "Mm." and i'm like it's so i like i have secondhand embarrassment for her but also i just love her music and i listen to it all the time she has good music i will say i do like her music but her as a person, I don't like her. I've never liked John ever since she came out in was it show? Victoria's. Victoria's. Uh, she, was she, my, was cat. she was my favorite character. I was Victoria's. more of a Jade person. I hated Jade. <laughs> hated her. I, <laughs> to this day, I hate her. I dressed up as Cat for, uh, for a school thing. I dyed my hair red. Oh. What about you, guilty pleasure? It's kind of gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's actually also been one of my guilty pleasures for a while now. Of course, I'm that person who likes to watch... No. I already know what you're going to say now. Pimple no! Puppy videos. No! Or like, they're removing like blackheads. <gasps> Wait. You can remove blackheads? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, they have like little like, tools for it. They just scrape it. Pretty cool. Ew, no! And then I used to watch a Dr. Pimple Pet. Um, <gasps> Dr. Pimple Popper. And they were like, big sis. I'm like, Whoa. Ew. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that person. Okay. What is one feature you get complimented on the most? And do you actually like that feature about yourself? I get complimented on my eyes, which I like. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, I've always wanted colored eyes. Mm-hmm. I grew up, you know, El Paso, Juarez, like everybody has brown eyes. Yeah. And when I moved to Canyon, all of my, like the majority, 99% of my friends have colored eyes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I love your eyes. Like, I wish I had brown eyes. I'm like, ooh, like, why would you? Yeah. It, it's just, it's so common. That people are like, well, it's just more than just the color of your eyes. You yeah. know? Like, they're like, it's oh, like, shape, yeah, it's a shaped eyelashes. Because I would say, I think I have good eyelashes. I like oh, my yeah. eyelashes. So, you know, it makes them, you know, have like almond shape, you know, long lashes. So. <laughs> what, what shape? Almond. Almond. Al- almond. Uh-huh. With the A. It's Some people say almond. I say almond. I think my grandparents say almond. Almendra. Ooh. Say it again. Almendra. Almendra. Al. Al. Men. Men. Dra. Dra. That's what I said. D-R-A. Yeah. Almendra. Almendra. <laughs> you just French when you speak Spanish. <laughs> I don't know why. What about you? I get complimented on my eyes the most as well. Mm-hmm. I have blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And so it is kind of a basic compliment. And I do appreciate it every time I hear it because I do love my eyes. But it's like at this point, it's like, okay, thank you. I hear it all the time. <laughs> so I noticed that you, it's like a family thing. You guys have cat eyes. Thank you. I just like eyes, period. So <laughs> who is your least favorite person and why? Okay. And we will be bleeping <laughs> the names. Fun fact about me. It's actually not a fun fact. It's really bad. A negative trait that I have is that I dislike a lot of people so if you know what enneagram is i'm an Mm -hmm. enneagram type eight if you betray my trust even once if you can't stand up for yourself if you are unkind to other people like there's just so many reasons why i just don't like most people and it's really really easy to get on my bad side there are a lot of people that i could say for this question i have people who were my best friends they Mm -hmm. stabbed me in the back 
they blocked me on their Instagram so that they could talk shit about me. And meanwhile, were acting normal around me. Dang. Same person reported me to the school so I would get in trouble. And then I addressed it with this person and they were like, yeah, your mental health is kind of a burden to me. So we shouldn't be friends anymore. I have people that I could be answering for this question. But my least favorite person in the entire world is fucking there's lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. One being this person is related to my worst ex. Not really their fault, but they have the exact same features and they have the same toxic traits. I have never in my life met a more fake person than mm-hmm. It took my other friends years to catch on and to see through this person, mm-hmm. but I knew it from the beginning and just had to, and also I was dating their relative. I had to just be like, well, it'll be fine. Like I thought I was gonna marry into this family. Okay, who's your least favorite person? I think we all know it. <laughs> I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm a very patient person. I think it takes a lot more to get on my bad side because I'm very easy to like justify it. But if you start talking down on other people, start being hypocritical, oh, not only that, but, like, if you start, like, putting down other people to yeah. get attention, that, I hate that. I hate that because I'm like, oh, now you're just being a bitch. I Wait, so that. now I'm confused as to what your answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to say I don't know why I thought you were going to say Okay. I feel bad for them. Not going to lie. I just pity them. Oh, my God. I just pity I them. I feel like the phrase, I pity them, is so mean i think they have a really low self-esteem but the other person that they would put other people down i don't like them because they would love to just be the victim all the time little inconvenience honestly in my opinion i think they had i don't think nobody has a perfect life Uh but they were darn close to having a perfect life money healthy relationships no trauma nothing yeah and for some reason we would have pity parties parties for them (laughs) here's the thing i don't like confronting people but when I do, that's how you know it really pissed me off. And now I confront this person. And to turn it against me, they would like cry about it and say that I was a jerk, that I was mean, that I did this. I would tell everybody, make me be, be the bad guy. And of course, people being people are like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry. Like, let me be there for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now people are seeing through it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, finally, mm-hmm. took you long enough. Because that's how I feel about my person is like, I met up with an old friend a few months ago and they were like oh by the way we all hate this person too now and i was like man finally <laughs> i was trying to be fake and like oh my gosh hi yeah and they then they did not like that and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i don't even try i don't even i can't even be fake anymore like i hate no well well now like when i'm like someone like i want to acknowledge them yeah but something about making them like mad yeah i like it okay i'm sorry petty queen yeah <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> I'm like, mm, what are you going to say about me this time? Yeah. Did I compliment you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your deepest, darkest fear? We already talked about weird phobias. What's your deepest, darkest fear? Okay, it's going to be a little deep. We're getting deep. My deepest, darkest fear is people that I really, really, really care about dying mm-hmm. or, like, hating me. I have, like, really bad abandonment issues. Something about the fact, like, them hating me forever. Like, if it's mutual, we just hate each other. Okay, I can get past that. I don't know. 
that's just very hard especially when it comes to like family members like with my siblings i i basically raised my siblings mm-hmm. the idea of them like hating me abandoning me like never talking to me again like ghosting me is terrifying or like even them like passing away that happened to my first adopted mom like i got so close with her like i don't think i've ever like i actually let her be like a parent figure and like her passing away is like so insane it's a little bit harder for me to create a genuine connection because i always had a little fear of like okay what if they don't think of me the same way i had this weird like thing with like i'm gonna be friends with you but then one day you're gonna die one day you're gonna hate me so then i shouldn't be friends with you because at the end of the day i'm gonna get my feelings hurt so I might as well like not be friends and i'll just be like lonely or something it sucks it's a really bad thing <laughs> but like i'm working through that and, like i think i have been doing better because like now like, i have you i have jared especially when it comes to romantic relationships because in a way they're like they're like your best friend but then your significant other as well they're like two in one mm-hmm. what well, should be yeah it should be yeah it wasn't before for me but like now it is and it was a little scary what about you we're also gonna get deep <laughs> so i have a crazy amount of fears mm-hmm. people make fun of me sometimes for it because i'm scared of all these animals i'm scared of heights i'm scared of planes i'm scared of water the ocean murderers strangers men diseases i'm scared of so much but at the core it's because i'm scared of death i don't think there's a single day that goes by where i'm not scared of dying i never i didn't used to have that fear it's just recently because you know, I'm not a Christian anymore. I've still raised a Christian. So I still have the fear of what comes next or what could come next. I'm still working through my spirituality and what I believe in, but I can't shake loose the fact that hell might be true and God might be real. And so if I were to die today and hell's real, that's where I'm going. That's what I think about all the time. That's why I don't do drugs in the last three years i've struggled with suicidal thoughts a lot you know i do a lot of self-harm earlier this year i got the closest i had ever gotten to committing suicide i was actively slitting my wrists because i I don't want to get too deep Mm -hmm. i'll just say it's i was close yeah um but the fear of hell stopped me so and i don't do drugs because i got high one time and i i was sobbing because i thought i was gonna die and go to hell so it's my deepest fear sorry guys we got really dark (laughs) no that's honestly i feel it with that one let's let's okay let's lift lift the mood lift the mood next question (laughs) okay so what moment from your childhood could be a movie scene this one's so hard i know because my life i had a great childhood i really did loved my childhood i grew up in germany but i was just a basic goody two-shoes kid like i never broke the rules ever i was always aiming to please authority figures do you have one i do (laughs) it's (laughs) I know we're trying to line the mood, which I can joke about it now because because I have to joke about Wait, it. Wait, I, I know, I know what I this is. I have to what it joke is. about this. Okay. Because growing up, I did not have a good childhood. Like, there's a reason why me and my siblings got put in the foster care system and we had to change our names. Like, legally, my name... So we didn't have a house when I was living, living with my biological mom and my stepdad. We were living either in our car or in motels and hotels. So there was one time that... We were living at this hotel and at the time we were living in the u.s to prophesize you know my mom was legal here so you know me and my siblings were just vibing like i don't know what we were doing like scrapping or doing something scrapping like scrapping we we're making bracelets i just remember there's like a knock at the door but it was like a bum 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 
and then they're like open up and then at the time my my stepdad goes and like opens the door and like the, the like the police just rushed in man they grabbed him put him to the floor handcuffed him they grabbed me and my siblings and like they got us out they got my mom they handcuffed her as well and yeah we got separated and then like we somehow ended up in in mexico and like that's when we got like pointed shoulders and all that everything happened so fast my little sister was like crying the reason why they were trying to look for him was because he used to be involved in drug dealings like between the border Whoa. so they find that we were born, and then yeah <laughs> they went straight in my life's been pretty boring actually <laughs> you don't have a movie scene though please? i don't playing with your siblings so when we were kids heck what about moving to germany and that was boring okay <laughs> okay <laughs> When we were kids, we, I mean, my brothers and I, we grew up with huge imaginations. To this day, that's why I live in constant fear, too, is because, like, my imagination Mm. is really good. And so we were constantly playing. Like, we were the kids that played outside. We'd play superheroes. We'd play war. We'd play island plane crash survivors, murder mystery dinners. It was so fun. Sometimes we would make up stories and play them out, and it was so good that they could have been movies. There was this plot of land behind our uh, house in Germany, and it was off limits, but we, we knew how to get through the gate, and we would just play survival. It was super fun. I like that. So I guess we should go into kind of how we met and <laughs> how we became friends, because we obviously both went to West Texas A&M University. Mm-hmm. We both graduated at the same time. We both started at the same time. Mm-hmm. But we weren't friends until we graduated. Yeah, because we were co-workers for yeah, like a couple a, of months yeah. before we actually became friends. Yeah. So Esther and I kind of had a similar college experience. When I started, I joined the Baptist student ministry. You joined the Methodist student ministry. Mm-hmm. You got really involved there. Mm-hmm. I got really involved at the BSM. Then I left the BSM and joined students assisting in good endeavors. Got really involved there. But our paths crossed. Like I knew who you were all four years. We just were never friends Mm -hmm. until I started working at IT IT. and then 10 months into me working there, you started working there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until, yeah, it wasn't until we graduated. Because that's when I started going through some stuff like Mm -hmm. friendship wise that I kind of like, I was like, I need to vent to someone. You're like, you can vent to me. And then at the time you were like, hey, can I vent? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then you started venting to me. Yes, because we... We were going through, like, the exact same thing. Yeah. We were dealing with friendship guy, and boys. Friendship and boy issues. You were in a very toxic friend group and dealing with a guy who was basically leading you on. Mm-hmm. I was in a really toxic friend group and dealing with a guy who was leading me on. And we just would vent to each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time, you wouldn't name names. <laughs> because you, you thought Because you thought I didn't know who you were talking about. But I knew exactly who you were talking about the whole time. Oh, person. But I... <laughs> <laughs> No, I loved it because you were like, oh, and this guy. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I know who you're talking about in my head. But I didn't tell you until months afterwards. I was like, I knew exactly who you were ranting about. But yeah, so we kind of were going through the same exact thing. And then we were both single at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we were both trying to figure out post-graduation life together Mm -hmm. and moving off campus because we both lived on campus all four years and that's when our our manager boss Mm -hmm. started seeing that you know we were getting close and he would kind of like put us to do the same job yeah i really like that i appreciate him for that yeah shout out to mike but yeah so we just kind of were going through life together and then i hosted a party and everyone came from it except you because you couldn't get a ride Mm -hmm. and so i convinced you to my my ride bailed on you last your ride bailed on you right and so i convinced you to basically trick someone into giving you a ride it worked i okay not trick 
I convinced you to use someone to give you a ride because I knew this guy liked you. And so I was like, oh, I bet he'll give you a ride. So he did. You got to the party and then my roommate hit on you all night. And now you're like together. Yeah. Now we're dating. <laughs> and it worked out. I was so happy. It's just funny because I feel when we first became friends, we had McKenna. It was kind of like the three of us yeah. at the beginning. And honestly, I was kind of, I was, re- I'm going to say this, I was jealous. <laughs> because you and McKenna were so close. Because like I said, I, I wish I could be more friendly to people and like open up super quick have small talk but i hate i i can't do small talk i mm-hmm. like deep conversations but i'm like it's weird like i don't want to scare you off i'm not very like bubbly like ah uh-huh, you know yeah yeah so we were like the three of us hang out and like you and mckenna are really extroverted but i wanted to be your friend and i was like oh, but what if she doesn't like me what if she thinks i'm lame she loves mckenna there's just like <laughs> everybody loves mckenna I'm like, can, can i you? tell you something i think i've told you this before i i had a i had a crush on mckenna Oh, yeah, I knew that. I think that's why initially I leaned more towards her. Mm-hmm. I love McKenna, mm-hmm. like, to this day. I mean, adore her. And I'm glad she still comes around mm-hmm. and, like, hangs out. And I'm glad that she now is friends with my little brother. It just makes me so happy. But I do remember it being the three of us and then us having a conversation of how you didn't feel bubbly enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, I'm not that bubbly. This works better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Then look at where we are now. Mm-hmm. I tell you everything. Mm-hmm. I tell you everything too. Yeah, <laughs> there's no filter between no, us. We I love how you're filter. like you're like, hey, and I was on so, this is TMI. I'm like, girl, we said too much TMI yeah. things to each other. At this point, we're unfazed. So something about me is I do not like talking about bodily things. I don't like anyone talking to me about it. Mm. But with you, I'm like, hey, TMI. <laughs> I haven't shit in like <laughs> six days. Like. You think something's wrong with me, you know? And I've never had a friend like that. I've had really good friends, but I've never had someone that I feel so comfortable mm-hmm. where I can say anything. Yeah, me neither. Because I feel like sometimes we say, like, things that are a little bit out of pocket. Oh, yeah. And you don't judge me. And I'm like, thank you no. for not judging me. Because like, <laughs> if I ask somebody else, they'll be like, Esther, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm sorry. It's just a thought that I had. I'm sorry. No, yeah, our, our conversations are really, really weird sometimes Uh, oh we should talk about how how the podcast name came to be yes so obviously okay so anyone who knows me i am a grammar nazi i hate bad grammar so much and if anybody thought we named the podcast and didn't think about the grammar or didn't realize it was incorrect we know it's incorrect okay the grammar is wrong on purpose. In my defense, English is my second language, so I don't know it was incorrect, and she just mentioned this. Oh, really? <laughs> <You're> serious? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said that, I'm like, it is wrong. That's why I think the name is so funny, because the grammar's wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Because I have this thing where I'm like, either way, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's anyway. I'm like, oh, sorry. It's anyway. So yeah. anyway. Or instead of saying like, hey, Esther, come here. And instead of saying, I'm coming. I'm like, going. <laughs> but anyways, so today we talk good. It became an inside joke between Esther, me, and Jared about a year we, ago. Yeah. Because I feel like we got in a, in, a, in a habit of talking crap about people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at some point, it just got a little a little too much, honestly. <laughs> I feel bad for Jared because he was just accepting, like, hey, like, can you calm down? Yeah. So. I think Jared's the one who even said it. I don't know if it was you or him. I think it was 
both of us. But basically, we were sitting on the table and Esther and I were talking shit, as always. Also, I will say it was beginning of last year. My little brother was starting school. And mm-hmm. so we were we were kind of forced to be around people we didn't want to be around mm-hmm. through him. And so we were just shit talking all day, every day. Jared and Caden would sit there and listen to us and be like, you guys are... Yeah. So finally, we were like, okay, we really should stop. Yeah. Just, you know, be positive. Like, yeah, people have negative yeah. attributes, but they have good ones too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so either Jared or me or someone, I don't know who said it, but they were like, today, we talk good. And we were like, yeah, today, we talk good. <laughs> we are talking smack about anyone. Yeah. And then we would start we're like, no, no, no. Today, today we, we talk, talk good. good. It was a way for us to check ourselves. Yeah. Now, granted, we do still shit talk. We we did this episode. But we talk a lot of good. <laughs> Honestly, we, we've been doing better. We have. Because you can always, you know, not like someone, but mm-hmm. at least you should have the bare minimum amount of respect yeah. because they're human. Yeah, so. at the end of the day, like, they're human. We're like, no, oh, we hate them, wait. but, like, I guess they're a human. So. <laughs> you know, it's like, name one good thing about them. They're human. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just something about... Have you ever, like, hang with, like, a group or something, and they're just like... And you're like, whoa, get your beef somewhere else. Get your beef Get some- your beef somewhere else. Buy your beef somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> Since we mentioned this, I do want to take a moment to explain our personality types. Because I that's part of every I intro, like that. No, I think. We, should, we should talk about that. So let's do the three basics. Right. So what's your Enneagram? Enneagram, I'm a three. The cheaper. Forgot. Yeah, I'm a three wing two. I feel like I have to perfect everything. I'm a workaholic. I always like, keep moving, doing stuff. I'm like competitive when it comes to academics. Two. I think the two is the helper. Yeah, I like helping people. Yeah, so basically if you don't know the Enneagram, there's nine numbers. You're one number and then you lean towards... A neighboring number if you're a two you could be two wing one or two wing three and that kind of determines what kind of two you would be so i'm an eight wing seven so as an eight i'm the challenger so i care a lot about trust i care about justice i like challenging people i like arguing i like taking charge i do like being in leadership positions and then my wing seven it's actually really funny because i feel like it's so contrasting but the seven is the entertainer i'm very extroverted i like being around people i do kind of sometimes like being center of attention what about your myers-briggs my myers-briggs is actually recently i retook it and i'm an entj if you don't know myers-briggs is another personality type test that you can take it divides people up into 16 different personality types there's four letters there you're either introverted or extroverted and that's how you gain energy so introverts they gain energy from being by themselves extroverts gain energy from being around other people a lot of people mistake extroverts and introverts and they take it to mean outgoing and shy but that's not what it is at all because i'm like i'm a very shy extrovert but i'm an extrovert yeah I'm, I'm a I'm a social introvert. Your introversion or extroversion does not determine mm-hmm. how much you talk. No. Which no. annoys that's me. That's the biggest misconception. Exactly. Yeah. Then the second letter is S or N, so that's how you take in information. You can either be sensing or intuitive. And then the third letter is how you make decisions, so that there's feelers and there's thinkers. 
And then the fourth letter is kind of how you, I think, structure your life or how you live your life. Mm -hmm. So there's perceivers and there's judgers. Mm -hmm. And judging is like you're very organized. You go by deadlines. Perceiving is more go with the flow. So I'm an E and TJ. So I'm I'm the commander. That's the title, which goes along with my eight, which is the challenger. So I'm INFJ. I'm the advocate. So these people are more like low key. I'm not really good fan of having the attention to myself. My biggest bonds and strengths is when somebody else is not having a good time. I feel like a lot of people don't like to talk to them or they're harder to approach. Mm -hmm. I feel like I thrive off situations where it's hard to like approach that person. Huh. So yeah. And then I think third and final, super important when it comes to personality types is love languages. My order of love languages is quality time is my number one, then acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. I feel so loved when someone wants to spend time with me. And that's how you know I love you too, if, if I spend time with you. What about you? I'm quality time, same thing. I like spending time with people even though we're acknowledging each other, as long as you're in the same room as me, mm-hmm. that's all I need. Physical touch, acts of service, gifts, and words of affirmation. Really? Mm-hmm. The fact that physical touch is so high for you, because we were talking about this last episode, it didn't used to be that high. Mm-mm. It used to be my very last one. I hated being touched. But now, I'm like, ha-ha. To the people that I like. That's the thing. That's yes, the thing. That's exactly. a misconception. Physical touch is one of my high ones. Doesn't mean that I like to hug everyone. Mm-hmm. I cherish physical touch a lot, so I'm just not going to give it to anyone. Mm-hmm. That's how I show my affection. So it's only that people that I really care about in my right. life. That's why I love talking about love languages so much. It's because people who have physical touch as their number one, you think, oh, they're just a really touchy person. No, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Physical touch is my number four out of five. And I'm a very, very touchy person. Mm-hmm. But it just means that it doesn't mean very exactly. much for me. Exactly, it doesn't mean a lot to you. Like, And that's the thing where when somebody, like, they would, like, give me back scratch or something, yeah. like me, and I'm like, oh, you're flirting with me. Yeah. It's just weird. So, like, whenever, like, I would, like, touch you, to me, it means a lot. And to like, oh, whatever I'm like no it's not yeah (laughs) but if someone's like hey I want to spend time with you I'm like oh my they love me or same with acts of service because that's my number two like if I care about you I will do anything for you If you need money I'll give you money if you need me to do errands for you I'll go run errands for you if you need to drive if I love you like I will go out of my way to serve you in any way that I can and a lot of people don't have that as their love language which is fine but I'm just not used to receiving acts of service in return so when I do it's like because <laughs> mm. it means so much to me because I love doing it too but I love love languages I just love, I love talking languages. about it it's a lot to get into it's honestly. yeah personality types in general like it's a lot yeah we're like you know I, I listen to so many podcasts and it's so popular to be really into zodiac signs and I just don't believe in that. But I feel like the Enneagram, the Myers-Briggs and everything is our version of the Zodiac signs. We're like, what's your, okay, what's your sign? Okay, now what's your, what's your sign? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I don't, I don't really know much about signs. to be like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, what's yours? I'm a Scorpio. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I don't know yeah. what that means. <laughs> no, I will say one time though, a girl that I just met, I had never, ever talked to her before. She sat down. She said, let me look at your, what, your astrology page i don't know on you know how snapchat like will do it for you uh she looked at it she saw what my sign was what my rising Rising. was my moon Mm -hmm. my venus Venus, all that yes exactly she saw that and then she started going into a whole hour-long analysis of myself Uh like like i said never talked to this girl before in my Uh life 
She was so spot on. Uh-huh. My one of my roommates' friends, I love them. They're they're so amazing. And they were like, oh, like I wanna know what like sign you are. And they're like, okay, can I go to your room real quick? I'm like, yeah, sure. And they went into my room and they came back. They're like, either you're this sign or this is your writing sign because this was what you give off. Mm. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, okay, I think you're I think you're a Libra. At that time, I did not know. And they're like, okay, so like what element am I going water? And then they're like, oh, Scorpio. I'm like, yeah. Like, well, you're definitely a Libra rising sun. That's when in Snapchat you put what time you were born, mm-hmm. put it in. Sure enough, Libra was my rising sun. They were like, oh my gosh. It's fun, but I don't really. That's why I love talking about Enneagram. It's my version and oh, Myers Briggs. No. But, anyways, really, we are over time. So, yeah. that's all for episode one of today. We talk good. See you next time. Bye. Bye.